Welcome to Free Interviews with Nick Corey. On today's episode, I speak with a lovely couple from Houston, Texas, and we cover a lot of ground. We talk about their recent move to Chicago in February. We talk about what it was like growing up in a household of guns. And finally, we touch upon a very personal story that they had with cancel culture. As you listen, I hope you keep an open mind. Enjoy your free interview. Kind regards, Nick. I'd probably say the immediate thing is being new to the city. We talk a lot about how to make friends, how to get involved. We moved here in February. Well, I moved here in February um, with her. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, right. Just before COVID. Did you come from like a really beautiful? We like, came from Houston. Place? No, we came from Texas. Houston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the we left the warmth to come here, and we were so excited. And then March happened, and then everything shut down. So. It kind of derails what you think Chicago's gonna be, or like your new life is gonna be. I was here last year at the summer to live with for a bit, a little bit of the winter. Right. So we got a little glimpse of this summer with this weather. It's amazing, but then just the as being people who are used to having friends and having people around, knowing no one was a kind of a shock of like, how do we? Yeah, right, you know, when, when there's no bars, no cons. Right, right, no like no classes, no nothing that you yeah. can really get involved. And then involved. it's not like you can Im- not invite yourself over, but it's not like, oh, let's hang yeah, out sometime. Because it's like, I don't know how comfortable you are letting Especially me into your home. Like, we're with, not with, hyped with, up about, we're not too scared of COVID, yeah. and but there's well, a spectrum. Right, and so it's respecting. But how do we then yeah. merge that line of meeting people where they are and you can't say hey let me cook you dinner and let's <laughs> you know come over yeah. so yeah. that definitely is a weird um well listen as soon as i finish this up i mean if you want to make me dinner yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you come over definitely anytime. definitely we love like i anytime. love to cook and so that's kind of a you know um that's definitely what's kind of been more on the yeah forefront our of our reality well, is uh, her job my job do do? i work for Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exciting. Were you, did you study finance or accounting? And marketing. So I'm in a marketing role. Okay. Um, study marketing and then got my MBA, finished up in 2019. And so I was already working for a branch in Houston. And then it was like, okay, I mean, let's put this degree to, <laughs> to work. Yeah. Absolutely. So there was an opportunity in Chicago. Yeah. 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 That, that Start too. paying back that money. So we, yeah, honestly. And so then this job opened up here, so we moved, but, mm-hmm. and he's been looking for work. Right, so that's another COVID thing. Happened. Retail, so I was in retail, yeah. manage, I was in retail management, and, and <laughs> yeah, right, so you come here thinking, ooh, awesome, I've never really struggled getting a job before, yeah, I mean, and then now that things are finally open up, I've, I've gone to like the end of the line for like three different jobs, and then you get the rejection email, and you're like, oh, great. But it's also there like, well, you're competing with, a thousand other super qualified retail people who lost oh their God. jobs. So then that's also another part of dealing with <laughs> the uh, life that you thought you were going to have in Chicago that was going to be great. Right, and you're going to Oh, yeah. Like more. Uh, yeah, a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Yes. You've got your state income tax here yes. that you don't have to deal with in Houston. And then, I mean, even like going to a restaurant. So in Houston, we were like, oh, a nice dinner is like $15, $20 a plate at most. Now that's like average. I feel like you go to Mini Mott and have a burger and you're like, I just spent $17 on yeah. that. And it's like, a happy medium between fast food burger and like nice burger. I mean, well, it's delicious. Chefs this time, probably, right? I have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. you live together? Yeah, yeah we're married. Yeah. We're married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, he was back in Texas for most of August visiting family. Mm-hmm. And so I was left to my own devices. So I was eating those $20 burgers every okay. day. But yes, I have discovered a love for cooking. And so that's been, it's been fun. I mean, I have. It kind of gives you a weird, like, insight into yourself of, like, what you like and yeah. what you're... I suck at baking. I found that out. It it's so weird. I we tried to make cupcakes yesterday, uh, and they're, like, all over the oven. You don't have friends. Well, I mean, I know. <laughs> no, it's a, that's what I was like. I was like, okay, well, I found a recipe that, like, made four... four <laughs> it's, like, a small batch. Uh-huh. And 
they ended up just all over the place. Yeah. So I'm like, how am I ruining all this? Over, wait, okay, so, wait, ended up all over the place from a perspective of like you were stirring and you did No, 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 no. Everything was great. Everything was great. I filled the little cupcake tan tins, pop it in the, and then I turn on the light and they have overfilled and overflowed. Even though I did everything right and it's just not in it's my nature to cook. Yeah, I have ruined right. chocolate chip cookies. Baking powder. I'm not yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baking so powder, baking, baking yeah. soda. So then yeah. you just go over rereading the ingredients. I'm like, okay, I think I did that one right. And I've I done this with the last. I tried to convince him to go to Sprinkles. I was like, let's just go to Sprinkles. We'll each get our own cupcakes. That's He's a, like, okay. The cupcake yeah. shop, it was downtown. We were walking Do you, down. No, I haven't heard about this Sprinkles. Sprinkles is so good. They have them in Houston. It's like it's in LA. Company. It was. It started off like celebrities loved it back in the day. So it's just a. I mean, it's just a cupcake. It's a cupcake. But, but we were okay. down the street. But yeah. they have a vending machine, okay. which is kind of cool. You just walk up. But the line was so long that we're like, whatever. We'll just go home and I'll bake them. This will give me something to do while I'm between applying for jobs and I'm in school. So I was like, I'm in school. So between all that, I was like, I'm gonna bake. Yeah. And the Fail. last six times I tried to bake, just have. <laughs> Failed miserably. And you know what? I mean, you don't need to bake at this time. You're not going to any parties. <laughs> right. You don't need to impress anyone. Right, bring no one. for yourselves. Is it mostly like stuff you learned from your parents or stuff that like you? No, learned? not at all. Well, some some of her. They're my family We've done some of her mom's oh, recipes. Are you yeah. Italian background? Or no. No, just good old southern okay. home yes. cooking. Okay. <laughs> just southern like home cooking. Fried everything, chicken fried steak. <laughs> so you got like the best like recipes, and now you actually. Yeah, have, like, my mom's yeah, since about so now it's been sitting on this. Right. Yeah. So now it's like, op- I'm like wanting to try more complex, like harder, quote unquote, recipes. Cause I'm like, I have the time. I have nothing else to do. So might as well. You tried bread baking as did everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. did some bread baking. I did. Yes. And I did everyone's. That one was good. That's the easiest baking. Yes. Bread baking was good. I enjoyed that part. It was easier and I love bread. I just can't do baked goods as far as like just sweet. like sweet stuff. Yeah. yeah. I can do a mean I know. Um, icing. <laughs> we no. have, yeah. I have two icings because I ruined two different recipes. That Wait, I thought. Oh, no, I thought you said icing. You're talking about icing. Like Has that frosting. Ever before what? I thought you said you sing like icing. Oh, icing. Oh. <laughs> no, icing. Not. No, okay. I cannot no, sing. Not. Cannot, cannot. However, sing. my mother is yeah, a her music teacher. A wonderful like, vocal singer. performance, like phenomenal. Yeah. Wonderful singer. So we got her recipes. What? No, no. No, no she's she should have been on Broadway. Had four kids instead. Horrible decision. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, she's a music teacher for elementary yeah. school. She Back was high school choir director, and though. Now elementary kids. Back in Texas. She's already yeah. retired though. So you Back in Texas. Uh-huh. Yeah. Born and raised. Uh, Went to high school together. Oh, it's great. Really? Whoa. Whoa. Okay, we yeah. both just dropped bonds on each other. <laughs> yeah. like, what? Whoa. Um, okay, you know where I'm from originally now? It's you, you're from the biggest state, right? Texas. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm the smallest state. What are you, Rhode Island? Hey. Yep. I was like, this is, we have, like, we're t-shirts. on, we're on record here. We got it. The biggest and the right. smallest, yeah. Yes. We, I, we have t-shirts that literally is like Texas and then. Oh, that's funny. It's like, oh, that's funny. funny. Yeah, 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 yeah don't mess with, don't funny. mess with Rhode Island. That's, yeah, that, funny. <laughs> that's funny. So what was your question? What, what my question? Or what did we, what bomb did we, we drop? In, we, we met in high school. Oh, met in high school. Yep. Men high yeah. school, I convinced him to go to college with me. We were just best friends. All he had school, no yeah. interest in me whatsoever. Yeah, we met in, we had a class freshman year, so ninth grade, mm-hmm. and didn't really speak much until 10th grade we had classes again. Freshmen don't speak. Freshmen? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. only time he spoke, the lights went out on campus, like electrical it, oh, issue. So not like, it wasn't like the lights went down. No, 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 no. <laughs> no like, it wasn't this the lights actually went Yeah, out. like he spoke to <laughs> me and. Electricity was out yeah, and he had gotten store. a new camera and said, do you want to take a picture with me? That was all. <laughs> and we, to this Smoke. day, we do not know where that picture is, no, but I would love to have it. in front of me. What have I told you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is it. <laughs> I would lose it. But yeah, so we took a picture together and then didn't talk till 10th grade. Yeah. And, and 10th grade. Yeah. What did you talk it up to? Um, we had a mutual friend. I was part of the yearbook staff. So I had to well go. Connected. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm well connected now, but he was well connected. Yeah, right, right. He was popular. So I had to go to some junior varsity football game, and the guy that she had a crush on at the time was on that junior varsity team. And so one of our mutual friends was like, <laughs> as luck would have it. Yeah. And so one of our mutual friends was like, hey, 
we're all let's all go together and so we ended up becoming really good friends all three of us mm -hmm. all through high school and then I was gonna go to a different school for college and she said hey this is where I'm going I have like a welcome like tour thing you should come with me for this weekend it was six hours away so her mom we like road trip we go to school we visited and I applied and I ended up going there because I didn't know anyone that was gonna go to the school that I was going to so we thought at least my best friends going there I should also go there so we went there and second semester or second year third semester i don't know we were hanging out and she confesses her love no it wasn't like that <laughs> it was not <laughs> even like that not even true he was like why don't you ever tell me who you like right and i'm like every every friend that question? we have starts like they do in college starts pairing off getting boyfriend girlfriends but we'd never had interest in each other but then i was like i don't know i guess i don't tell you because had maybe already. i want oh hush <laughs> anyway i was like maybe one day, or I just said, why did, what was my answer? Oh, I think I just said, I don't, I, we don't ever talk about this because I'm hoping maybe one day you'll like me. Ooh, and he was like, like oh, well, I don't like you, but I won't make this awkward for us. But we like, can still hang thanks. out. I don't have interest like that way, cool, cool, but cool. we can still be friends. And then we were hanging out one time and she asked. How much longer after though? Like what was this not time? Not too, uh, too long. A couple okay. weeks. So you were, yeah. it was like, it was percolating. Yes, yes. A couple weeks. And we went to a small East Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were letting rising. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were letting the relationship proof sitting on the shelf, you know, just. So a couple weeks later, we went to a small Christian private school gotcha. where guys and girls could only be in each other's dorms. Yeah, on Thursday rules. nights with the doors open, the whole shebang, From you know. Like so five to eleven at night. Not even. It's such it crazy like rules. Two hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. But all fours on the floor. Somehow, he his roommate had moved out. Yeah, it was and so, so it was just us. So and they hadn't come by to check on us. Uh -huh. So we closed the door. But not. It wasn't like scandalous. We were just watching TV. Yeah. Don't judge. Yeah, don't no, judge. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> and then somehow we got into a wrestling match. I grew up with three brothers, so. Normal, I guess. I just got lunch <laughs> I'm a little aggressive. Yeah. So anyway, he, we ended up wrestling and he had me pinned and I was like, why don't you kiss me? Oh my God. So I was his first kiss. That was it. I forced him. literally it. relived the scene from Lion King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. oh I'm doing already. Did he give you the Nala eyes? I know, I think it was you, because I, to be honest, we were in the middle of a new episode of Grey's Anatomy, and I'm like, I really just want to watch this show, can we not do this right now? And then we ended up kissing, and it just, we kept it I quiet liked for it. He so did long. It. <laughs> and then, yeah, we kept it to ourselves, we started dating, and then it's we so didn't want to tell any friends, we, we don't want to make it awkward for everybody. Yeah. And then six months later, so we started dating, and we got, we got married last summer in France, and... Whoa. I know another mom. <laughs> another, yeah. And I mean, I don't know if you're still keeping it quiet. I don't need to pry, but I'm. Oh, go ahead. You're not wearing wedding rings, so are you still really keeping it quiet? Or are you still <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, honestly, we've been because we're working from home. I know. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Which hand am I supposed? to? Clearly, I'm not I even married. I at the wrong hand. Yeah, I know. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So we, I'm like, I'll show you wedding pictures, but no, we, we just haven't been wearing them during COVID. Because we're working we from home, yeah, just, or I'm yeah, yeah. And it just hits your laptop all the time. Yeah. Okay. And we're supposed to be working out, so we're like, we're not going to wear our... And by that, we mean we're just walking. <laughs> you Is that what happens, it's, right? It's yeah. like, it gets caught on. Yeah. If you, yes. So, you know. Yes. Well, gold gold should split. I worked at a jewelry store. So. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, it yeah. should break It's it, if you have malleable. Is that the thing was always like a trope? movies yeah real. that's yeah so not just real but it the more malleable it is so 24 karat is pure gold uh -huh. and it's super malleable so you can bite it and it would it and leave it, an indent of your tooth so the more so. indent the realer i mean it's just pure gold it's 24 yeah. karat yeah you ever do that no imagine like Prove it right now. Like, <laughs> right. Buy it. See, it's real. I'll take a discount on that. Yeah, no. yeah, right. But the craziest thing, speaking of jewelry, I know yeah. we're like taking a no, going on a tangent here. Association. And speaking of teeth and biting, people would. This story. is so disgusting. So having worked in the jewelry store, I was just in marketing. I was the marketing director. I wasn't really on the Self floor or anything. But when they would run behind if, if it was a really busy time they would call me out on the floor to help sell if they needed it or just like to sure. take care of customers and so every once in a while I would and this one time I came out and this guy was like I'm here to sell some gold and he sticks out his hand his hand is in a clenched fist and I put my hand out and he drops two 
gold cap teeth with the tooth decay in the tooth. I was like, no, <laughs> sweet Jesus. Yeah, it was a mess. And but people do that, and they you have to the jeweler would have to dig out the decayed tooth. Oh no, no, no! I mean, it was in my hand, <laughs> so I'm like running to the back as fast as I can so I can burn my arm off. But yeah, yeah. of course. And so anyway, they dug out the decayed tooth, and then they would weigh the gold and let them and buy. We'd buy the gold from them. But yeah. It was quite a t quite a time. Wow. Yeah. I know. Nice. That's <laughs> that's our life. Yeah, that's our life up until today. <laughs> Pretty much. So tell us about yourself. I mean, I know it's been a lot I mean, yeah, everyone knows about it. Well, I mean, I'll give you this so you have it. I run a yeah. podcast. Uh, that's one of the ones I do. Very cool. I'm just big into conversation. Right now, you talked about like what we're str you're struggling with uh -huh. people. I think for me, it's the connection. I love talking to strangers. I yeah. have a random connection, and now I figure, like, it's so, I mean, there's so many anonymous things that, like, people are like, oh, God, I love, like, getting into someone else's <laughs> life. And I'm like, I want to present that, because I think we're a lot more interesting than we give ourselves credit. Right. Yeah. I just want different voices, and I want to learn. I mean, God, we just learned that teeth were in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> were your teeth ever in your hand? No. Then that's no. not love. No, they're, they're, <laughs> I know, I know. Or yank one out. I know, yeah. give me one of those. But, um, yeah, I think that's that's so, where I'm at, and uh, you're my first yeah, interview no, in this moment today. So Very cool. How long have you been sitting out here? I've been sitting out here for maybe, like, 45 minutes, but I'm reading I'm not too bad. Of course. Uh, just some, like, light reading. Just light stuff. Casual. I figured if no one starts, I'll just start quoting him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine, I'll be interviewed. I know. Either, like, I'm going to stop doing this, or, like, you can have yeah. a casual conversation. Very cool. Right? Yeah. yeah so easy, yeah, easy. It's fun. I convinced him. The whole, the whole way we were walking, I was like, dude, just do the interview. Just do it. He's like, what is an interview? Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, just talk. Well, yeah. it's funny because, like, it was two sets of couples. Uh -huh. almost had the same exact reaction where it was like the like, woman so turned to her boyfriend or husband and was like, like, like you want to do it? <laughs> um, um, and like, but but then like it wasn't like two sets of women walk by uh -huh. and both girls were like, yeah, let's do it. Right, so right, it right. Wasn't, it was yeah. like some. There's I don't know what it is. There's some dynamic I, between there. The... I was thinking about this too. Like, do we just? I think people are shyer now, mm -hmm. and obviously people don't want to approach each other because of COVID. Right. right. But like, we're so loud on social media and stuff. Yes. That's what I was gonna say. Absolutely. Human contact. Yeah. Right. But I'm also trying to. Yeah, definitely. I, I, and I see it so much in like my younger sibling. Like, just the they don't know how to just communicate and speak to each other. If no. it's not through a tweet or an Insta story or whatever, yeah. like they, my sister even struggles ordering food, and I'm like, it's just a person. I just know. oh, like at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, right. Have yeah. Anxiety where it's like, oh my god. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, it's, what if I do you have food? Uh, like, right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm like one of those weird ones. Like he'll get the wrong order, and I'll be like, "Go tell them this is wrong." And I'm like, "Okay, fine. Like it's no big deal." Oh, yeah, but yeah. he'll he'll have the little anxiety. Like there's an injustice. <laughs> on the same yes, page. it has to be fixed. Like no. this needs to be fixed. I mean, I'm paying, and I will do it graciously. My 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 coworkers call me in in Texas. They call me the Velvet Hammer. Because it'll be like, I'm sweet and I've got that southern like edge to it. Like yes, yeah, oh, that but velvet part. The but then I'm yeah, gonna yeah, come yeah. down. Yes, like very soft, but I'm gonna deliver what okay. needs to be delivered. So. Because velvet delivers. Like, well, the hammer, the hammer does. does. Oh, oh, yeah. So I'm yeah, the yeah, velvet yeah. part. Yeah, like velvet it's the so a velvet a... covered hammer. It's like a soft, but it's gonna be <laughs> hammered in there. Do you have a shirt with that on? No, but I need it. I mean, I don't know how long you've been married. A year, you said. A year. A year, yeah. I mean, one year comes around. I mean, uh, yeah. I the it's funny because in Texas there's an attorney. You know, I don't know if they have those here in Illinois where they have like the billboards and it's like, I'm the whatever. The like, yeah. yeah, yeah. In Texas we have one called the Texas Hammer. And it's yeah. like been, he's been around forever. So every time I, when they would call me Velvet Hammer, I'm like, you think of I sound like the Texas Hammer. Yeah. This like cheesy attorney trying to like take advantage of people. Yeah. Even better, get her a hammer that has a belt, like a, a velvet <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most yeah. of your friends come over and be like, your husband doesn't even need you to have a normal hammer. It's like, it. you're, you're like, like no, no. no. Yeah, right. <laughs> Gets it. It's like the pink gun. Yeah. Like, yeah. You have a regular gun, you gotta have a yeah. pink gun. Yeah. That's Texas. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, right, right. That's yeah, right I mean, here. What, you want to talk about it. Like, what are your thoughts on guns? I have a gun yeah. in my home currently in Chicago, unreported. I know there are laws and I need to do it. Get him, get him, get him. Yeah, don't yeah. take the off the record. Off the record. Do not tell no. my address. No. <laughs> but Well, you do have to tell me we're going to make dinner. So. <laughs> right, right, right. We'll bring it to your house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. All right. He's
He's like, this has yeah. changed things up a bit. So you have one for yourself? I have one for myself. Yeah. I've had a gun. I got my first gun when I was eight. Uh -huh. Granted, my parents, you I mean, yes, right. I was yeah, taught how to use it. Gun safe safety. Always. Yes, I didn't know. We, none of us knew the co combo to the yeah. safe. So, and we could only shoot, of course. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Could only shoot when my parents were around my dad was. And so, yeah, um, yeah no, I've grown up around it. And then coming here, I didn't know that I couldn't have a gun. I mean, you don't have to report it. Yeah, yeah. And you have to pay, and especially for a handgun, you have to like pay a fine, you like a hundred dollars a year. Even if you just move it, it's not like a, I picture it almost like if you're moving with it to a new state, it's like changing your voter registration. Is that not what it's like? Well, you don't have to have a registration to have a gun in Texas. Right. You have to have it to carry, but not to have one. You can go to Walmart and buy a gun and have it the same Dude, day. Is that, yeah. so I, I'm not like, I don't really know. I, this is like the similar stance. Yeah. It's like I have an abortion where like I haven't had this in my life, so I'm sure. not sure right. where I stand. I think there are better people to make the decision. Right. Probably, right. And I'll support whichever yeah. people closely go. Like, right. Whatever democracy. Do you think that's problematic at all of, of not like registering in Texas? I have no idea. What are your general thoughts? I mean, I think, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I, and I, either way, and if you think it's not, like, that's totally cool. I think because it's so... Yeah, yeah. Where, I mean, you can give a gun as a gift. I mean, it's registered that you've purchased you a gun. Have you ever gotten a Yankee Swap gun? A Yankee Swap? Yeah, no. Like, as in a, oh, my God. No, oh, like, it's like a... a Cadillac like, revolver. I don't know. What's a gun? Uh, um, like a revolver, yeah. uh, <laughs> 22. Sure. I have a little... Mine's a 38 a charter. I'm going to trade, actually, for the revolver. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes. Uh, no, I've not done that. No, as someone who did not grow up around guns and yeah. still grew up in Texas, yes, I definitely think it's more problematic than Just Texas. Just like you don't have, like, a tracing type of system or... No, there's no, no there's no, yeah, no. Like I literally could buy you a gun and gift it to you and never have to tell them who I- I will just say that the crime rate in Houston yeah. is far less than the crime rate in Chicago, as we all know. Still there. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's crime in every big city. Right. I don't, so I don't know how, how great a job we're doing here by tracing it, like how- Right. What is the benefit right, in the end if, if your crime rate's higher? Yeah. Does registering stop you from harming someone? And I mean, it's all about responsible gun ownership in my eyes. Ask him what he got for a wedding gift from my father. Oh, I got yeah. a gun. <laughs> yeah, I got a rifle. His first so, gun. Shotgun. Um, yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There is no baby involved. Yeah, in right. We, and we were all willing participants in the wedding. But he... But yeah, her dad got me, and it's a beautiful gun. It's, um, I don't want to say vintage, because that's probably the wrong term for it, but it is an older gun that they... like. It's been in the family. Yeah. And, and then, he actually left it in Texas. There's no there's no need for it here, I guess. Yeah, and so now her well, dad gun lives at the safe at yeah. her dad's house, and so he's taking care of it, and because I don't know how to maintain it, clean it, anything having to do with yeah. it. Humidor like a cigar. Right, yeah, yeah, right. They are high maintenance. So it they is interesting be. having, it's, it's, it's interesting growing up never seeing or holding a gun, joining a family who loves guns right. and finds a lot of enjoyment and pride sure. and they do it responsibly, so right. that's, right. right. But I do think my concern is more with the lack of background check, the lack of mental, check mm -hmm. when you buy a gun there's no anyone could buy a gun regardless of your mental state or that's no, i think there's a background check in texas a quick little you Granted, could i wouldn't know i've never bought one. but yes it is interesting to i'm like i've never it's always just been <laughs> given to me right exactly so it is interesting i mean my thoughts always been Every state is different. I mean, even mm -hmm. like, I mean, zones and like, right. cities, right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't think Vermont and maybe Illinois should be treated the same. Or, right. You know what I mean? Because obviously what happens more in Vermont than happens in Illinois. Right. Hunting. Right. Yeah, right. right, definitely. Right. Obviously there's a difference there. Yeah. So I, I don't really know. And I mean, we should leave it up to senators and shit. But I mean, but, right. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> also a valid question. It, I mean, I do definitely think cult, the cultural, the culture of that specific state feeds so much of how they operate. And in Texas as a whole, there's vast land of ranchers and hunters, and it's big. It's a big part West of Texas. I mean, there's yeah, a lot of hunting, like deer hunting. Yeah, there's, it's, a, it's big a big deal. part of the Texas culture and yeah. the upbringing of so many people that we grew up with. Hunting was a regular practice since they were kids. So I would like to say most of them grew up 
respecting guns and knowing how to handle them and yeah. trained and stuff. So I, although some people think Texas is just gun flinging everywhere, <laughs> wild west, it's really not like that. Like it's, you know, like it's, I mean, you saw your first gun with my family when you were right. <laughs> know, we were in a, yeah, in a, at a range, and so everything's done responsibly. I have not seen. But I think that's a good point. Every state. I mean, I. That's why I'm more for state control, like state governance, because. Yeah. I think every state is different and it should be treated as such. Mm -hmm. but. Yeah. <laughs> she agrees. Uh, oh, I was gonna say, and I think this goes around with a lot of places, a lot of uh, things where mm -hmm. it's, do you think we have a problem with taking to, like we, of course we all, what's the word? Uh, make assumptions based on what we think something used to be like right? yeah mm -hmm. yeah what's that called uh if you like if you're like it's more common when you're saying oh this like particular group of people behaves this way that's a, a stereotype? Stereotype. stereotype stereotype so yeah. like do you think we stereotype texas let's say based on how texas used to be 1900 versus how texas is now you know what i mean we're so we're like we're picturing in, in the, even yeah. any state that's in the west that's been touted as a gunslinging yeah kind of place. I, I, um, I think yeah. I would say yes to an, to a certain extent yes, especially moving to a place here in Illinois and just going through like the interview process and and speaking about that. I think people don't realize that we we don't all live in vast acres of land and we don't all ride our have horses to school and, and work. Like we grew up in close to Houston, which is a, the fourth largest city in the country. So we grew up so city like that people kind of forget that they think of Austin, which is the capital, as being this hippie, like, haven almost. Like, it's super liberal, and it's praised a lot for that mentality, and they assume that the rest of Texas is super conservative, like, hillbilly, gun-toting, horse-riding. I, I, I mean, any type of stereotype is based yeah. on Right. right, especially when you're like, no, like Houston is one of the most diverse, like culturally diverse cities in this country. They're, they have, you can find Ethiopian food to barbecue to everything. So I think people don't realize that the reality is there are so many beautiful places that are so opposite of what you think yeah. or of, of what the stereotype is. And until, you know, we can kind of speak to that, it is. But as far as like having a stereotype of Texas being what it was in the 1900s, like, I don't know if it's that extreme, sure. but yeah, I do think that there are stereotypes about Texas. But I mean, even when general. I was a flight attendant, or like that we're so not tolerant. I think it's coming up a lot in politics. Yes. And that, that's more the, it's more like subtle things. Yeah, yeah it's just yes. like, like that it's intolerant or that it's not, you know, it's very conservative, hyper-religious. Or flat out just racist. Flat like, out racist. And I, that. which is not, the, I mean, for those on the phone, my husband is Mexican. <laughs> right. And so like, I and mean. she is not. Yeah. So. so I can't really speak to that as much as he can, but that is not, that's not been our experience. I mean, of course there are, I think there are racists in every state. I think there are people yeah, who, who do, who are filled with hate and I don't think any amount of governance is going to stop that. But I mean, many different forms of exactly, right, absolutely. exactly. And so, but yeah, I don't think Texas is what it's perceived to be. I know when COVID happened, that was a big deal. Like, Oh, Texas opened up in May. They, these people are making demands to open up their small businesses. They don't care about people. Right. Which... I had I, people who I work with. I guess I shouldn't have said if I don't want to slam anybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's fine. But they, there were comments made like, oh, you're from Texas. Like, I can't believe they're already opening up the state. And it was like, yeah, I mean, it's just a difference of opinion. And, like, you know, like. Yeah. Right. The they're... assumption, again, of being close-mindedness, of not caring about the well-being of a uh, this. Right, yes. yeah. That, you're, not, you're forgetting. Right. C is also, they need money. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. There these are small businesses, of, and that's some important. Some of these people, yeah, they're losing their entire livelihood. So, yes, I think it, in those circumstances, those mind, that mindset comes out a little more of actions like that, like opening up sooner than the rest of the country or closing later than the rest of the country. People f who already might have that notion of, of that a preconceived uh, idea of what of Texas us, is. it reinforces those ideas. Yeah. I'm like, oh well, there's Texas. We know they're, you know, yeah, right. They think, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. 
but it is interesting I think when you go there and growing up there as a person of color it's interesting because I think Texas leads more with the southern hospitality rather than like that that notion of, of southern hospitality is so real like people genuinely tend and maybe that's because we grew up right north of the city so it's a little bit more small town people genuinely treat you with just overwhelmingly kind and you know Kindness, polite yeah. and sweetness that they are and so i think that's more of what i take away of, of the texas mindset is that the, the which we've heard that about mid the midwest i know uh -huh. covid's like hasn't helped this because everyone said like oh the midwestern midwesterners are typically they've got that warmness to them we'll talk to anybody kind of thing and i mean i, I think covid put a damper on that from for our experience but yeah, just, in texas i think i don't know of a place that like any restaurant you walk into or any retail shop you walk into i mean customers will greet you or like oh it is hotter than hell outside today yeah. you know there's always something to talk about and and people aren't scared to just address strangers and so i think yeah, we missed when we first moved here it was here. it was that's different interesting thing so i've heard from different families of my member, yeah. <laughs> members members of my family um who have said that when you start getting more south that you start to see uh, politeness mm -hmm. versus authenticity which might again be a sure. assumption. Yeah, yeah. Like, I could see. Is, that, is there any truth on that? That politeness does not necessarily equal authenticity directly. Um, maybe. I mean, there, we have a saying of, like, bless her heart, which is kind of <laughs> yeah. a joke of, it sounds nice, I mean, oh, bless her heart, but it's really, it's a backhanded compliment, meaning, oh, you dumb fool, or, <laughs> and it, I mean, in certain cases where you get the right group of people, women, friends talking, it definitely does mean that, and I think we say it. In jest, but. Yeah, it's not, I wouldn't say it's with malice, it's more of a just an idiom that just kind of fully captures like oh you know that's Susie Q or whatever bless her heart <laughs> but it is said almost or it's it's a weird thing of I don't know it can be said either way like I'll call my mom my mom I'll say oh I can't believe this has happened you know like oh this happened to my sister-in-law yeah. my mom be like oh bless her heart which is genuine and that's authentic that means like God yeah like oh my yes, god bless yes, her heart yes like, like yes like, yes, like I can't imagine how she's going like I'm trying to empathize like bless her heart it's similar but to then the, like, there's like oh her. bless her heart and that's you're just like she's doing this with her life yeah, yeah bless yeah, her like, heart I mean I will say that we definitely lead with politeness um, I think even even in circumstances that you might not want to, you grin and bear it. And especially coming from the retail world, if it if it's un if it doesn't seem genuine, I do think it is. I think it comes from a scent from a place of we were raised to most of us. I would I would like to say that a lot of us were raised to not be disrespectful, to be polite, to have manners. So that I think always kind of kicks in, and we yeah. operate from that level of, well, I was I was taught better. I can't be rude, even though this this yeah. occasion might call for it. Um, and so so even it, though it may not be authentic, like I don't want to respond like that. You feel like you have to. But so when I started, at this is an interesting one. My boss yes. I called I would say <laughs> bleep that out yeah I would call I would say yes ma'am but I yes. say yes ma'am no yes. sir to everybody oh, like yeah. yes sir yes no sir yeah. but it's because I got whooped as a child if I didn't say it yeah. and so three weeks in at headquarters here at my boss would say let me just here throw that Chicago. one more time here in Chicago I know bleep that one out um here at my job <laughs> my boss would say please don't say that like don't call me that you make me sound old or I feel old yeah. and I'm like oh I'm not saying it because of that she's, she's like please just don't do it I'm like okay I want I mean Sorry. she is older than me but okay the but I, it is so ingrained I mean she must have told me a hundred times stop doing it and I couldn't yeah. I could not do it, it yeah. it's just even when we were work, I, even when we were lifeguards or we were camp counselors in college and we stuff, we worked together. We've been yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would even say yes, ma'am or yes, sir to the kids that we were working. It, it's not, and, and obviously it's in green, but it almost feels like you're elevated. Yeah. It's just a level of risk. It's just showing I respect you as a person. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with age. I mean, there are certain situations where yes, obviously age plays a factor, but I think it's just showing I recognize you as a person and I this am is my being respectful be of yeah. your of you as a person and yeah. so the yeah. yes ma'am no sir just comes out of us wanting to 
to lead with politeness, wanting to be honoring to a, you as a person, not so much, I think you're old and I'm young and I'm throwing <laughs> it in your face, which I think if it's not your everyday vernacular, it definitely can register as that. And if it's not cultural in the place that you grew up, it registers as that. But I think we say it as just part of an extension of, of the kindness and we I say it because it's triggering I don't want to get spanked <laughs> right yeah even yeah. that it could also be that and I mean honestly it's just literally it's on, it's nothing on you it's on the person right. receiving it right, right. yes and yeah so of course it's gonna right and so you want to be respectful and not say it it just is it's like it's changing funny, your whole way of speaking because yes ma'am is literally an affirmation where it's like can you do this yes I can and also fuck you you're old right <laughs> right, right. You know, like, got her I might want to say that <laughs> exactly right, right. exactly but, yeah, so we're just trying to meet everyone where they are. But, yep. Yeah. Well, guys, I mean, you're talking for 34 minutes. I know. <laughs> this, is this is nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. We, she always says she has to reach her word count. I know. I don't have anything specific. I'm just, just my life in okay, general. Like, so am I, like yeah. Every day. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have a step count. I have a word count. We don't meet new people. We don't get to talk to anyone else. She has to get her words in. So we have your words How many thoughts a day do you think? Probably. Yeah. Like every time you just like jot down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I definitely have less thoughts than she does. I know, constantly. Like, what are you thinking about? Nothing. I'm like, what do you mean nothing? And I'm like, literally, literally nothing. nothing. I, no, I but I think that's a difference between men and women. Maybe. That's another. Okay, wait. Let's uh, get into this. So, women have more thoughts, you think? Or overthink or think more I think scenarios. we overthink. Not necessarily. I wouldn't say, like, oh, all women overthink. Sure, sure, sure. I don't want to generalize. Right, we can't do that. Um, but I, it's interesting. I cannot do that. I saw a study recently. I don't... I'm, I'm making stuff up now because I can't recall exactly what it was. But it was... We'll, we'll cut that. Say we'll cut that. <laughs> so there... I recently saw a study that talked about the differences between men and women. And so when, and I think this came up in our marriage counseling too, that men really don't, like when you ask a man, like, what are you thinking? And they say nothing. They really, most of the time, aren't lying to you. They're not thinking of anything. Whereas women, like, we're constantly thinking, maybe overthinking in some situations, or planning, or, you know, like, thinking what's ahead and what's next, and he doesn't do that. And and I thought that was strange when I heard it, but I see it as evidenced in our marriage. Like, I, he'll ask me, what do you think? I'm like, I could t rattle off 100 things. At any things, given I'm moment, I was like, what are you thinking? And boom thought comes out and there are times I've literally just like nope my brain is shut like, off. <laughs> you know I, I either just finished the, my quiz I just finished ruining a pair of cupcakes my brain is now off like I can genuinely just turn it off not I, mean, I, I do not identify with that I do <laughs> I'm like yeah. constantly in my head thinking could be yeah yeah so with, oh, I think yeah I that also plays I think overall you're we handle stress very differently and anxiety differently and I think it kind of shows into that like I'm very she's very type A personality and I'm very type B personality so at any given moment my I operate from a level of just chill like just calm not I'm not and she doesn't and her brain definitely works constantly going off it could be that maybe she's more stimulated now because she's still working and I'm not working so I can just veg out and I don't constantly have to be thinking uh, so it could be any yeah. any of those number of things, but yes, uh, there's a safe chance that if you say what are you thinking and I say nothing, it's I used truly to hate nothing. when I do. I'm like he's lying. Right. He's and he then, hates me. He's yeah. thinking, and then I've got a hundred more thoughts in my head. <laughs> like maybe like, he wants to break up. Maybe this is over. <laughs> yes. And it turns out he really wasn't thinking of anything. I'm gonna yeah. bring up a book only because it helped me a lot. <laughs> Not that I'm telling anyone to read anything, but it is just because it's been brought up so much, it's so annoying yeah. at this point. Have you read The Four Agreements? No. This is the book that, like, every four stupid, like, petty Four Agreements? Like, I changed everything. Like, <laughs> so everyone, it's, in, it's in movies, you'll hear about it uh -huh. and stuff. It just talks about, like, these agreements that we make up when we're younger. And, like, every action or every um, uh, moment in our life will shape the way we think, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, very uh, imprintable. And... So, like, the different ones, there's four that he talks about. They're, like, to make new ones. And it's, like, to make assumptions, to assume, to do your best. Mm -hmm. and four ones, so, I said, <laughs> but, like, it's always, but, like, in those scenarios, for me, anyway, and I, like, still have these moments. Uh -huh. like, like, that was some bullshit. Like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. yeah. Why? 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 Why?
be impeccable with your word. So like, you know, yeah, that's hard. a challenge it's for hard, me. I know. Once you get rid of it and you think about it a lot, yeah. Yeah. There's so many different ways to live our life. I feel like gossip <laughs> is my advice. <laughs> and green. Why do you think that? Why do I like gossip? No, else is because you're not the only one who gossips. I don't, I don't want to gossip. Yeah, yeah. Or why do people enjoy <laughs> yeah. gossip? I think it takes the attention off of their own problems. And I enjoy the story. So sometimes I don't even know. I'm a big storyteller, which is why I'm like, this is not, this is the tip of the iceberg. I could tell you stories for days. Um, but my, I don't know. I just think it's like, I love the story. I love the drama of it, but I'm, I'm fine talking about myself too, like about things I've done or made mistakes on. And so that's why it, sometimes it doesn't even register as gossip because I would tell you it about right. myself it, too. It feel uh, like you're crossing, you're like doing someone's fault. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Because I'm genuine in that I would say the same thing about myself if I were in that position. And so, <laughs> intermission. No one's stolen my sign yet. I keep looking <laughs> over there in case. That siren actually sounds horrible. Yes. That's not weird, right? Yeah, as you know what you were talking about. What were we talking about? Gossip. Gossip. Yeah, I think that's why. Takes the attention off of yourself, but for me, I also enjoy the story. shouldn't be a part of this but right. you want to be I think it also plays a lot into that being included in something it used gossip was something that I also used to do a lot and I kind of just he's a lot better than I am fallen now. away yeah. from it just because I feel I don't necessarily like being talked about and so where you're a soap and book I'm more like oh some things just need to stay between me and whoever it involves so that definitely shifted the way I thought about it but it definitely made you feel like ooh you're part of this the secret little secret now you want to be included you want to we'll you want to belong yeah, yeah definitely yeah. you build a tiny little community between you and whoever you're sharing this mm. secret at someone else's expense unfortunately <laughs> most of the time you know mm -hmm. and so then you just kind of have to balance which one counts more towards your overall yeah. the trouble i will say is what's oh oh my god it. oh man you know you've been staying away from gossip too long when you start overhearing your roommate talk about what stocks he's buying. You're like, oh, let me. Oh, no, I shouldn't. I, let me let me listen to my music. I shouldn't be doing this. Yes. Like, what am I even caring about? Yeah. <laughs> like it's stocks. Come on. Yeah, funny. no, I think it's it's so weird. But I definitely feel like it, and it's almost like the social media thing. You like seeing other people's mm. live. You like you like. Gossip for me was a little thing like, okay, maybe I'm not doing so bad. If yeah. <laughs> yeah. we, yes, yeah, you're like, oh, now I'm seeing, I okay, I didn't do that. I didn't mess up that bad, or I didn't ruin my life that bad, or whatever right. the case is. It does feed that sense of like, okay, maybe. Which is yeah. not really what people share on social media, but they no, share but like the, the highlight reel. So when you like, see the not the so good, yeah, it's yeah, the opposite it's the opposite right, sense of and you that, compare yourself to them, right? And what What's the saying? Comparison is the thief of joy. Yep. And we compare ourselves to people. And so I think it's, yeah, it's just. That's the saying, comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. That's a really big one. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely. So you can, because you can't that. enjoy your current situation if you're so focused on this person has something that I don't have, then you can't even be grateful or enjoy what you've got before you. Yeah, it is so, it's yeah, so yeah. weird. It happens without you even noticing. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I, as someone who... Are you scared oh, of the rat? That was, no, I'm just... That's another culture shock in Texas. Yes, we don't we have rats. We never saw oh, rats. We don't have rats. <laughs> no. Like we yes. still have rats, but so we do have been, roaches, and it's been yes. pleasant. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 I've never seen a roach in Chicago. Don't tell me they're here because they'll have to burn the yeah, city down. Right. I haven't seen no. But no, in yeah. Houston, it's Bayou City. And so, so there are roaches in your kitchen, in your house. I mean, it is, it's just causes me a panic attack. Them, right? 
Oh, it's a problem for me because I don't like, want them. them. They fly and they're massive. One time and they're yes, like, yes. That's yeah. not for Nothing me. Compared to like the millipede though, like that oh. can like oh. aim out of a coconut if it bites you, you can die or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. You see, you see like King Kong. From yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. They're like, and you will die. Yeah. yeah. Roaches don't bite and you will not die, but they landed you in the they're pretty gross. They don't right, fly, right. but they scurry so fast. They scurry, you know, it was, and it's not even like I, I think we're all on the same page that we're not afraid of things that are like this big to yes. us. Right, but like it's, a shock. it's the fact of like the unknown. Yes, and like, it's, like, I can't what control is, like, it. The speed of it. Yes. you don't it's know like, if it's gonna start. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was like next thing you know, here, climbing up your like, kind of in stride with me Ugh. on a bike, and that was like for a second. Yes. I'm like okay. Yeah, this is a little too much. Yeah. No, but yeah, definitely social media does that. It feeds the op, which is maybe the opposite of gossip, but along the same lines of it, of just, it just feeds into your insecurities in such a weird way where I think yeah. gossip did it for me for a while. Of, yeah, yes. Um, it, it fed into those insecurities of like, Part of wanting to be part of the gossip was like, is it gossip about me? No, good. Okay, so how can I join <laughs> in I someone else's? And then, and then Instagram does the same in the opposite way of where I definitely, where she did not take too much to Instagram and social media as much as I did. I definitely feel like I replaced gossip to social media in that where it can the gap for someone who doesn't mm -hmm. care for it as much but it doesn't it's yeah who don't like gossip but also feel inadequate about their lives yes and so definitely fed into that and you become obsessed with it's such a weird idea that that double tap feeds so much of your like oh look so-and-so liked my yeah, picture yeah it's so weird and so you just have to delete it and it's say like, i haven't talked to so-and-so in 10 years why do i care yeah yes or even though like i'm gonna delete them like yeah oh but i can't delete them i still want to know what they're doing but i haven't talked to them in 12 years why am i still following you i'm know? i started to do a facebook i almost got canceled so talk about cancel culture uh, yeah that's a, that was another thing i was thinking about why people are like not willing to talk is because they're afraid they'll get canceled for something i have literally been told to stop sharing this story because they're like they are going to come for you again i don't know who this person is but it was a facebook friend i'll tell you you got to make sure you don't mention my company <laughs> So I'll tell you my cancel story. I, in June, I received an email from head, from HR saying they needed to talk to me. I had no idea what it was about. And- We had a night. No, and I mean, a few weeks prior. So the BLM stuff started. And so I had taken, when I was 18, I went to a sorority rush and I dressed up as a, a famous baseball player from the Texas Rangers. And I painted myself to match the color of their skin. Because she went ha with a group of girls who played. Yeah, and, and the whole the, so and the whole theme was baseball. It was a baseball themed rush, and the whole idea of these sororities is to get or rushes is to so get you noticed. Were in the sorority. Then. No, no, no. Yeah. I was rushing, You're trying pledging. to get in it. I was pledging. And this was 2017. No, this was 20, 2011. It was 2011. So I was like 18, 18 maybe. I maybe I just turned 19. And so I had no idea. I'd never even heard of a blackface. I, I had no idea what the concept was. And that shows to just maybe like a... Our ignorance of growing up in a small town. That is an awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just a, a lack of awareness. And so, and our school was in a small town too. And so, but a lot of people who went to school, I mean, there was a mix. There were people from Dallas, big city. And then there were people from like smaller towns you'd never even heard of in Texas. And so I painted myself to match the color of this baseball player. Went to the rush. Um, one of my, one of the sorority moms was married to an African-American man. She never said anything. There were several um, black girls that were also in the club who thought it was hilarious, took pictures with me. So I never, there was never any signal to me that it was wrong. In that moment. In that moment, I had no idea. And so I didn't learn until a few years after that how like how um yeah yeah yeah, yeah and how offensive no no that's like i was looking for or, the word offensive learn, and i just couldn't think of it cultural background of what what blackface even meant why it started what why it is it offensive right. yes and, and we, so i took there were had been pictures i was tagged in on social media on facebook which my facebook was set to private so it was only friends who could see it but i went ahead and removed them because i, I was embarrassed right, and and, and felt guilty yeah so i i took it down i learned that it was offensive i immediately removed it i would never intentionally hurt someone or um, offend them and so I took the pictures down and thought I had done done my deed like okay I took care of the problem like this won't offend anyone if in case no one's ever said anything and they were offended like now it's yeah. gone and there's yeah. no you know mm -hmm. it's gone and by the way for anyone, if anyone's listening to this, I mean this is a lot of 
If anyone's listening to this, I mean, if you are here and like seeing the eyes, it's completely sincere. So back off with some hate. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. And so we, I, that it had been years. I mean, years ago. And so I received this email from HR. And ironically, a week prior to me getting the email, I, my husband asked me, have you, did you make sure that all of your pictures were removed? Because we had seen that Adam Rappaport from um, Bon Appetit had lost his job over something similar. And so I was like, yeah, I deleted those years ago. And I got on and realized that I had deleted from my own album, but I had been tagged in two pictures. And so I asked those friends, hey, would you take those pictures down? Because I didn't realize that, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. you okay? Okay. <laughs> um, and so I, I had checked and saw they were on there, notified the friends, asked them if they would please take them down. Of course, they were like, absolutely. Like, we thought we had taken these down our, ourselves years ago. Like, and we, this is now like 20, This is this summer. This yeah, is June. And so they're like, oh, yeah, we'll take those down to no big deal. I mean, it's been, what, almost 10 years since those pictures were put on Facebook. All that to say, a week later, HR contacts me and I'm like, there's no way because those pictures were taken down and my Facebook is private and no one who genuinely knows me would think that I was racist or think that I would do that intentionally to hurt somebody or offend someone. And turns out someone had taken a screenshot of it and we think it was years ago because it was one that I had posted. And they waited for the right moment and sent it into my company. And I got called in to HR and was basically the threat of being let go was on the table. And I wrote a letter to HR and basically was like, this is my heart, this is not, I had no idea. I was 19 at the time. This was almost 10 years ago. I didn't understand the cultural implications. I didn't understand any of that. And by the grace of God, honestly, they they let me stay. Um, but I think it was such a, it was a scary moment because there were a lot of people who were losing their jobs for something. Granted, I'm no, I'm not a big wig at my company. I'm a peon in the scheme of things, but they didn't have to take that risk with me. And and they did and so i'm i'm definitely grateful for that but it was a it was a trying 24 hours i mean it was i we i was 100 sure i was losing my job and after that it 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 took us back a little bit and really examined what the cancel culture is and what it's doing and and the implications it has for people who really aren't racist or who really don't feel that way about people it's a mistake they made because they were misinformed ill-informed or they just didn't know and such so just a scary that, that an interesting i just read the book white fragility for the first time and i feel, oh, like, I feel mm -hmm. like i need to read it like two more times to actually understand yeah everything that was discussed but the overwhelming what i got from it was it's just always trying to do better racism exists yeah uh, right. different degrees varying degrees we can't deny necessarily but just because we don't see it existing doesn't mean it's not there because we were not necessarily raised in a culture. Right. Um, and I was even, um, I was, I have an adopted African-American sister. So like, it's like not even, even as someone like that, I still have some experience. And yeah. so of course, I did theater. So of course, menstrual shows, blackface was kind of like yeah. part of my bringing up. And so that's an interesting thing that like, I take, I could take for granted that not right. everyone would know that. I think yeah. Jimmy Fallon probably would know that considering he was in yeah. that industry. Uh -huh. yeah, but he's, I guess okay with that. Like he was, Right. Yeah. Let off. Um, but that is an uh, interesting thing where it's like, where do we draw the line between the mixture of ignorance, naivete, and also, like, not necessarily, ignorance is an interesting word because I always think about how it's inherently negative in our culture, mm -hmm. but an ignorance also could be, it's not, it's somewhere between naivete and ignorance. Where it's yeah. Like you didn't, yeah. It's, ignorance is like, you're, you know this is true and you're rejecting that. Right. 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 Naivete is just like, you never were Just aware. Don't know. I'm not. I wasn't exposed to it. Right. right. In your upbringing, but naivete seems like it seems like adults can't be naive. Right. 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 Which right. is maybe. I mean, what naivete is really associated with children. Right. Yeah. And I think. I mean, maybe. Maybe it's only. Maybe adults can't really be naive and a lot of. But I think I. I referenced this specific experience because that's all we know about. But yeah. Um. I think the the harshest part of cancel cancel culture or this particular experience is that you never then get the opportunity to a even apologize or b ex explain like who you are as a person or 
I think it, it just takes and it. And the person canceling doesn't get the opportunity to educate. Like you're punishing it's me. Immediately. It's immediate. Yes, yes. Without giving me the education, teach me that what I did was wrong. Like tell me, confront me, and say, hey, I don't like that you did this. This offended me, or this, you know, I, this is this can be offensive or insensitive, and then give me the opportunity to correct it and and educate me on rather on than rather than punishing. And then where's the forgiveness? I feel like humanity has forgotten forgiveness and that we're all human and that we all make mistakes and and that you know <laughs> to quote the bible for all have fallen and I, but where's the where's the grace i lost yeah. my train of thought during that no 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 uh, for all have what is, i can't even think straight uh, yeah for all have fallen short of the glory of god and so for me it's like we're we are all in the same boat we have all made mistakes everyone i'm sure at some point or another is guilty of offending someone i mean it could be to varying degrees and clearly mine was at that degree but give me the opportunity to apologize and seek the forgiveness and I feel like that's the only way we as a country in general will will heal is by giving people the opportunity to seek the forgiveness and by offering them the forgiveness. Because I definitely think with you, you forget that, okay, so now like the culture is this like woke culture that you, we almost assume or expect everyone to be super educated about a lot of these topics, especially when you live in a city like Chicago now that is so diverse and big and quote unquote woke, but you forget that like we grew up in the super small town of Texas that whether it's ignorance or whether it's naivete, like it, some of these things are just really not talked about or they're not really, and we went to a pretty diverse high school. And it, we was had, a, it was a, it was like 33, 33, 33% yeah, split, split between so, Hispanics, blacks and whites. And so we are around these people and we consider them our peers and you're friends with them and you love them. And, and I think as kids, you don't, think that is your responsibility to educate others about your experience or what it means to walk in the color skin that you walk in but you you just assume that adults have that like somehow it's just downloaded in your brain when you become an adult but I think if we lead by forgiveness and grace or just giving the person the benefit of the doubt of say hey this action caused this feeling in me and then let them say oh I know I did that on purpose or this is how I feel then cancel and, them. <laughs> yeah and then 100% I believe you know then yes th let's not support those people but the actions sometimes speak louder than words of what they do after that incident like how right. do they recover from that I think speaks so loudly like you mentioned Jimmy Fallon you know there's there's certain people who just have yeah, so it's just an interesting... How do you, how do you, I mean, there's no easy way to prove, like, how did you know this thing or not? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not, that's the issue of knowledge, I guess, right? Right. Absolutely, yeah. How... But that's why you err on the side of forgiveness, and it's like, if you say I genuinely didn't know, and I genuinely feel bad about it, that I did it, even, even being naive and be, even not knowing, having known, I still feel bad about it. Yeah. And so still giving me the opportunity to be forgiven for that, I think, is huge. Right, because the reality is... Um, it's like, yes, you can't prove that I that I didn't know that was wrong, wrong, but I'm telling you I didn't know, and I'm telling you that I'm sorry. And right. so... And what sucks, I think, for us, knowing that... It's sad knowing that there's someone out there that felt either angry or so hurt that they felt the need to send this email. And they couldn't reach out. Yeah. Right, and so that's the hard part of us. Like, if we, or if she genuinely caused this much pain in someone else, we would love the opportunity to just extend an olive brand or just say like we are so I'm sorry sorry yeah and, and that gets taken away from you sometimes in cancel culture because you get the punishment and, and swift and you don't get to and, it, and it builds a sense of resentment and I'm grateful that I don't I I had resentment towards that person at first because I for sure I was like I'm for sure losing my job here and so I I had that sense of resentment and it entitled to I mean we're emotional right right not only that Absolutely. I don't this person wouldn't have would have potentially financially ruined us with me not working moving to a whole new city are COVID, like it's so hard to find a job now i can't imagine but again then her feelings are also valid just like ours were in that moment i feel like the resentment has faded because now i'm i want to practice forgiveness like it wasn't bestowed to me and so i want to forgive them even though i don't know who this individual is um, part of me, I started a Facebook cleanse, like trying to delete, to delete, remove friends from my Facebook who I thought it could have been, people I haven't talked to in a long time. And then it was like, I can cherry pick all day long, but at the end of the day, it could have been someone I talked to last week who felt like they couldn't come to me. And, you know, that's sad in and of itself because I am a very open person and I wish I could have had the dialogue, I guess. But yeah, so now we, if they were listening, what would you say? 
I would tell them that I, I truly and genuinely had no idea that it was offensive and I would never do anything intentionally to offend them and I'm just sorry from the bottom of my heart. I, you know, I, you just don't want to hurt anybody and I'm, I feel for other people and I have that empathy and so I can understand why they were um, hurt and I just, I'm sorry and I hope that we can be friends. <laughs> so, thank you. <laughs> This is the type of thing, I mean, I want to do, I want yeah. to have these conversations where like, I need you, to coach along you felt comfortable enough to say this, you are yeah. I mean, like, to say that and to hear that story that we might not all hear pretty much. Right. So, and obviously that's not every person who, let's say, was canceled. Right, right. right. It could be a majority, it could be a few, no matter what, it's a story that needs to be made. Yeah, it's just another point to the same. It's just another side of the coin or whatever. Yeah. Just someone else's experience and hopefully can bring light to those who have been canceled or those who are canceled. Or thinking of maybe or, just, yeah. it's or just, just who are offended and it's like just know that maybe that person didn't know and I don't know. You just never know. Yeah. Everyone's in a different boat. Nasty conversation to have. But, but we're all in the same boat. We're, the same we're, <laughs> we're in a different life. We're in a different like uh, Yes, we're on a cruise ship. Yeah, yeah, right. We're all going down. Yeah, we can all we can all realize we have different ways of thinking. Or we can all be friends. Honestly, we don't. We have limited time here. Let's enjoy it while we can. Yeah. But it was so nice meeting you. We gotta go pick up some barbecue so we can pretend like we're back in Texas for a hot minute. It was so nice to meet you. Thank you so much. Have a good night. You too. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Free Interviews with Nick Corey. See you on the 606.